Last time on Dice Paper Roll, Curse of Strahd, evil was stirring in the land of Barovia. Four, maybe, might be, heroes, if they could ever stop being so shit, were thrown into the lot together as they responded to a letter about vampires. Glad we shelled out on the American narrator. Yeah, 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 that's good, huh? And it was the second letter, actually, that gave them the true meaning of what the first letter meant. But was it the second letter, or was it the first letter that I they got first? I can't remember. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> it was a perfect horror setting. Uh, four characters who you will meet shortly, but most importantly, who could forget classic warlock, Crab Claw and everybody's favorite backwards conjoined twin manservant, Franklin and Jerry. We find our party <laughs> stranded after their wagon hit a pothole and they fought against a whole bunch of direwolves. What's that? Oh, that's the picture from last week. That's the week. picture for Franklin. <laughs> a picture of Franklin. Franklin and Jerry. We'll post that um, with, oh my God, with <laughs> this, this episode. episode. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks, narrator man. No problem. A thick fog swirls superly through the tall pine trees of the Svalich wood. It oozes its way in currents and eddies between the trees, sapping the lights, drinking it in, filling the land with uh, a grey darkness. The, the fog swirls and moves between the trees until it comes across a clearing. A pile of wolf bodies steam in the mist, their torn open carcasses uh, emanating heat into the, into the late afternoon. And around it stand five figures. <clears throat> well... Oh, four, four and, and then uh, <laughs> four, and then two become one. Technically, yeah. the two become one are sort of lying on the ground, injured, right? Four figures stand around <laughs> one larger figure on the ground. So um, through the uh, the mists, uh, a figure walks forward, and and uh, you can see the silhouette of these um, these characters. Uh, let's describe what those silhouettes look like. So you can see Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch. He's got a name tag on. He's got a name tag. Uh, it's white. Over it's his, reflective in silhouette. I can read it. Uh, <laughs> over the amazing. top of his long black cloak, uh, he wears a tall stovepipe uh, top hat. Um, <laughs> Round spectacles, uh, very pale complexion, and a cane. Uh, his hand rests on, on a cane. And his manservant, uh, Franklin and Jerry, stands uh, uh, hunched over uh, nearby. They're Still in conjoined... A- Twins, uh, yeah. but at like sort of the waist, but one uh, torso in front of the other torso. So it's kind of like one torso laid over the top of the other torso. Good yeah. for tunnel ball, sir. <laughs> Not so much for leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next to the Baron. They're also wearing a, a pantomime horse. Ah, mm. oh, true, yeah. yes. In horse costume. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, and beside uh, B- Baron Von's... Dr. Bertrand Von Suchensuch. Dr. Baron Von. Dr. Baron Bertrand Von Suchensuch. <laughs> <laughs> Baron, yeah. Uh, name's going to get longer and longer. Stands a... Well, it's hard to tell if it's standing because it's the silhouette of a four-foot crab that is also four-foot wide wearing a bowler hat. Mm. Not Ebola, a bowler hat. Um, yeah, clicking claws. <laughs> just clicking claws. In yeah, the just clicking clack. Just, just uh, a victory dance of mm. of uh, just superheating the fog in between yeah. its claws. And and you can see on on his breast a tag that reads, "Curly, like the horse." And it goes to the next silhouette. The next silhouette. Standing very similarly heighted to the Baron, sorry, the Doctor is. Thank you. Yeah, is the is the figure of Giacomo Cloghart. Uh, he's a paladin, uh, half elf, um, and his silhouette is unremarkable. Um, so I'm not going to remark on it. <laughs> and next to this unremarkable uh, captain figure Vague blob The short, droopy-eared stature of the goblin cleric Ragyog uh, Cleric of Lathander Gasping after the, the fight against the direwolves But kind of happy that he healed Franklin and Jerry Because those guys are a good laugh <laughs> uh, Thank you, sir uh, Dr. Bertrand uh, von Suchensuch holds out his hand and his uh, y- small bat gravy comes uh, <laughs> back down out of the sky after circling above and lands on his hand. The thick Does it hang upside down? Yeah, just, he holds it, his <laughs> wrist out but, like a hawk, but then he just droops from under. <laughs> the thick fog carries the smell of death. That it swirls around the clearing uh, and a figure approaches. Um, do you wish to enter the clearing or how, how do you, you see these figures in, Wait, the, in do, the distance? Do we? No. No. No, uh, because I am a rogue assassin named Apomiophosphine. Uh, I sense and smell all of the death. I see the monsters, quite frankly, in front of me. I don't know if they're friendly. I don't know what they are. So I'm gonna maybe take a little take a little route. So I'm a bit behind. I'm gonna crouch behind a bush. I'm gonna move around and see if they're friendly or not. Well, crab man, that was quite the battle. Yes, it was. It was quite a crabby battle. You, you all have some amazing moves, especially you, Mr. Warlock man. That, that was some classic Warlock shit, if ever I've seen it. I totally remember what I did the last time, and it was sensational. <laughs> As I'm listening to this conversation, I realise that the danger is not imminent. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what are we going to do about this broken wheel? We can't walk through this fog. Not sure, but I'm ready for a celebration drink. Oh, didn't we, didn't we, didn't... Curly get stuck on as the wheel. 
at the That's end right, of the world. That's right, we were, we were, we were contemplating it. You're mounting Curly yeah. as the wheel, and as, as you're mounting Curly, uh, the figure emerges from the mist. So what does the figure of the assassin... Uh, uh, yeah, like. no worries. Uh, Not to us, obviously, but to the, you know. I step forward into the clearing completely feeling like I am probably more of a danger to these people than they are to me. And I say, all right, mates, I'm Mo. Good God. Uh, what? Who goes there? Mo is if Captain Jack Sparrow went to a hippie festival like Rainbow Serpent. I don't know what you're talking about, little man, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. Uh... All right then, mate. Good, sir. Good, sir. Good. Having a laugh here, well, there's uh, quite a lot of wolves you got there. I see. I was just, uh, just in the neighbourhood, you say, mates, uh, and I maybe overheard. Maybe it was a bit of a bit of a drink going. A bit of a. There might be. Are you a tipple? I like the cut of your jib just as he pops the cocker hoop of his barrel and and takes a swig and then passes it to the newcomer. Oh, are you, are you, why aren't we using that as the wheel? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink you, crab man. Oh. I must say the roadside assistance responds very quickly around these parts. Thanks for coming so quickly. What what was your name again? Uh just just call me Mo. It's no. uh, it's 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 fine. I'm also I'm also a lady, I'm pretty sure. I wasn't sure given the travelling cloak and everything else. I'd like, I'd like Plus, to be it's ambiguous. not unusual for a lady to be walking by herself in the woods at night. Yep, so uh, but I'm pretty I'm pretty well armed is what I'm saying and then she just flails her arms wildly. <laughs> they are excellent arms. They Thank you so much. Look, I can do arms. this octopus thing. Are you ready for um, it? Power. Whoa. That was very impressive. You're welcome. All right. It's 5 p.m. somewhere. Bottoms up. <laughs> I don't know piece. about you, uh, this here Mo. Do you happen to uh, know anything about these letters that I also forgot to bring along with my character sheet? Letters. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I got one too. What a coinky dink. It's is it from the Burgermeister? Yeah, Dame Stray's from the Burgermeister. Yeah, he knocked on my door last week and gave it to me and said, I'm a Burgermeister, here's a here's a bloody note for you and gave it to me. Hungry and, uh, Jack himself. Yeah. <laughs> Your new nemesis. If I, I tell you it was a it was quite a hefty letter. You could have said it was a whopper, sir. <laughs> so my nemesis has been passing out letters to you as well, has he? Oh nemesis, eh? Oh what do you do? So many He's my vouchers. sworn enemy, the Burgermeister. You, you I must don't... destroy him. It's my mission. Ah, you right. compare the two letters, and they are identical. So they're the. Identical. Oh, you have a voucher as well. I'm ah. looking forward to this whopper. I thought I got into Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, next time, eh? Uh, the the fog begins to close in around you. No, as you need you a needle feed... to get into Hogwarts. I'm telling you that. <laughs> as you feel don't like the, it. the sun setting. Um, and the the cold begin to creep in and it's getting darker and darker uh, and um, you begin to hear wolves howling again in the distance. Hmm. Should we... uh, Time to go? Should we go or set a fire? Yeah, them them doggies ain't pretty at night, I tell you. They're certainly very dead. I feel like we're just... There's many more that are alive. That's the only thing. Uh, Really? Yeah, that's what all the howling is. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, we dealt with those last ones just fine, but I'd really rather not face them again. Now that we've put this wheel on, I say we go find the Burgermeister straight away. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's bugger off out of here, boys. Right here. Well, Franklin and Jerry, take the reins. 
Everyone else in the cart except for you, uh, Crabman. Uh, you're the wheel. You, you see, Franklin Mo. and Jerry finish ironing up the horse costume, put it back in their rucksack, and yeah, hop on top. Both the actual, <laughs> both the actual horses for our wagon are crushed and bleeding out. That's They're right. dead. Oh. We don't yeah. have live horses. <laughs> oh, that's just yeah, they finish right. Ironing. Well, Franklin and Jerry, chop chop. They finish ironing the horse costume and put it back on, <laughs> readiness to, <laughs> to pull the wagon. wagon. <laughs> Straining um, um, with the heavy wagon filled with uh, three people and the awkward wheel of a crab person. Um, <laughs> Does the, it work like a motor where you, you get to mo- put some momentum into it? Yeah. Any, what's the torque like? That's well, you just look, push off with your legs each time yeah, you come I, around. I, I, I don't know because you had to create kind of an insert on the, on the back carapace, I think. So it's kind of a, a sort of... They just gaff tape you Yeah. It's a bumpy ride. Yeah. It's yeah. The, if it doesn't work with gaff, you're not using enough. <laughs> uh, so the, the carriage bumps along slowly uh, and uncomfortably as you wind your way down more the, for some the road. More for some than others. More for some than others. Yes, more uncomfortable, <laughs> yes. You feel your, your shell cracking a little yeah. bit as you uh, bump down the road. Um, and so ahead, the fog spills out of the forest to swallow up the road behind you. Uh, Jutting from the impenetrable woods on both sides of the road are high stone buttresses looming grey in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on the stonework and dew clings with cold tenacity to the rusted bars. Two headless statues of armed guardians flank the gate. Their heads now lie amongst the weeds at their feet. They greet you only with silence as you bump down the road between them. Ah, they have no heads. It'll be an excellent site for ghost tours. Well, good choice. They were very tall (laughs) statues. Uh. Wow. Uh, Not a good way to lose one's head. You know what I mean? As the wagon bumps through the gates. Let's neck it, come on. <laughs> you hear um, a, a screeching of rusted iron, uh, and as you look back, the gates close behind you with an almighty clang. Um, the wagon bumps down uh, a decline, down uh, down the side of a hill, um, and before you... <laughs> Both Franklin and Jerry at the front. <laughs> <laughs> They're running to try and keep up now. They're just trying to keep ahead of the, the wagon. Um, and uh, ahead of you in the, uh, in the late afternoon, grey light, uh, a valley has opened up. Um, so there's mountains uh, that run on either side of this, this enormous valley, uh, and in the centre, a, a rocky plinth um, stands tall above the base of the valley, and on top of it, a huge Gothic castle uh, strikes up into the sky, and uh, dark grey rolling clouds fill uh, fill the sky as far <clears throat> as you can see, and thick twisted woods and forest uh, lay out in front of you. A rushing river runs the length of the valley, and you can see uh, a town um, ahead of you, down at the at the floor of the valley, just before the castle. Question. It's night time, right? No, it's uh, late afternoon, coming oh, to evening. Good. Yeah, I remember oh. that from last episode. <clears throat> time operates strangely, these hearts. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch uh, cuddles, uh, cuddles uh, gravy in his hands and then uh, releases him out the window uh, so this bat takes flight from his hands and uh, to scout out ahead of us in case any kind of danger... Is present. 
Yeah, okay. Um, Jesus, Top Hat, you shouldn't warn someone before you do that. Your eyes aren't going to roll back in your head again, are they? That was rather frightening last time. Oh, did that happen last time? Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's a very <laughs> awkward, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, uh, at the moment I'm feeling quite all right. I was just a little bit wheezy last time. <coughs> Sorry about that. That's no, okay. I'm just glad you're okay. Uh, Dr. Bertrand, can you please roll a d20 for me? Great, his eyes roll back into his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want him to pull out a d20 from his fucking pouch. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, that's not good. That would be uh, just... Is there anything that I'm adding? Nope. To? No, that's just a three on the die. <laughs> um, so Gravy flies ahead of you and, and sees uh, sees no fog. threats or, or uh, anything, just the um, uneven road as it... Uh, wends its way down into the valley and the um, Franklin and Jerry barely keep the carriage under control. Um, just They're basically like straining to hold it back from crushing them as it uh, goes its way down the, um, the, the road and, and levels out into the valley. So hope it's not too bumpy back there, sir. Oh, no, it's quite all right back here. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Franklin. Or are you, Jerry? Which one are you? Franklin, sir. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, the the cart, uh, the carriage uh, bumps its way down the road, and you can see the town growing closer and closer. But very little light seems to come from the the windows of the buildings. So, um, and so the fog swirls back in, and then suddenly the town is upon you. Um, so the, the dark uh, buildings of the town uh, suddenly stand out around you in the night uh, and you feel the cobblestones appear under your feet. The, the wagon begins to bounce uh, and rumble down a, <laughs> a street and Come those on, cobblestones Curly. are very, very hard. Um, Curly tries to compensate for the bumps, like lifting the claws appropriately as sort of like a suspension type thing. It's not very effective. Can you make a dexterity save for me, <laughs> yeah. Curly? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's real good. That's real good. I see a single digit low number over there. <laughs> you had to contribute. The, the lowest a, of them. That's a four? Is that a... What, Plus is a, a one? It's a one on the dice. It's a one on the yeah, dice. Yeah, yeah. So um, you... You... Uh, you start to, it's, it's really hurting. Yeah. Uh, being the wheel on the cobbles is very different to in the mud. Um, and you feel it starting to, you, if you keep going, you know, you, you're going to get hurt. Um, Curly feels himself slipping off the axle um, and lets it happen. So you topple in the, the front of the cart, uh, the carriage um, s- crashes into the ground and um, sparks shoot out as the axle grinds into the cobblestone. Oh, 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 Owie bowie. Mentioned I had hemorrhoids. <laughs> Does anybody need oh, healing? Sorry about that, sir. Oh, oh. Franklin. Oh, yeah. Can Jerry. Franklin, I- can Franklin and Jerry make uh, Franklin? Uh, one of them make a, a <laughs> dexterity save? Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> is he crushed by Jerry's? Jerry's behind. Is Jerry's he crushed by Franklin? Behind. Oh, well. As according to my <laughs> diagram. <laughs> diagram. Diagram. Is 
That's a 10. I, I think uh, you should show that diagram to Lauren. Yeah. Is, uh, so Franklin and Jerry just managed to leap out of the way um, before being crushed by the carriage, but um, Jerry is buried <laughs> under Franklin. <laughs> Two torsos in front of one another. One set of legs. Mo has just really looked very hard <laughs> at what Franklin and Jerry are. Um, and that's so that in a tavern once, that, <laughs> only just the once. After that, you don't sleep right afterwards, do you? Um, that's that's them in chair position. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's so you learn to sleep, says Jerry. So when, when there's a pet of mine horse, then they're going backwards. They're like walking backwards because like Franklin one of them is. We has, definitely covered this last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of them has their hands on the ground and is the front legs, and the other one's the head. The other, well, the other one's just oh. the legs. It's however, you it's however you imagine it. Yeah. Well, also, the, like I think Franklin has like the fake legs hanging over the side of the pantomime horse <laughs> as well. So it. Really, it adds looks- <laughs> really adds. If you to like the these jokes, check out last week. We made them before for the first time. I can't uh, stop staring at it. So as you tumble out of the carriage, um, you know, remarking and stretching and clutching yourselves, um, you notice that the sound that you're making is just swallowed by the the dark buildings around you. Further down the street, um, through the fog. Uh, you can see light spilling out of a large building, but around you the um, the windows of all the houses uh, stare out from pools of blackness and no sound except your own uh, cuts through the silence <clears throat> except for the for a mournful sobbing that echoes through the streets from a distance. By Dolara's perfectly formed eyebrows, this place is sinister. <laughs> yeah, that's help. That's not helping it either. <laughs> Jerry, stop it. Stop crying. It's not me, sir. Franklin, are you crying? No, sir. I think that might be the locals. It's definitely not me. It's not me. I haven't cried since I was a baby. Um, Curly lights a match on his carapace. Has everyone left the carriage? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And uh, and he chucks it at the at the at the cart because he's very angry angry with the cart. He really didn't like the cobbles. All my things are in there, Franklin, Jerry, quickly get get my things, get my things. <laughs> Jerry, what are you doing? <laughs> Jerry pulls uh, yes. the already wounded Franklin and Jerry. <laughs> Jerry pulls out a firefighter's costume from their rucksack and <laughs> starts to put it on. Never mind that. Just get the. Get my bags! Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. You can't just send them into a flaming carriage. They're not your servants. Um, I will send who I want into a flaming carriage if I want. It seems that you cheaped out on the cost of the carriage seats and they're made from man-made fabrics. And so they go up uh, really quickly. Is man-made fabric as in made of man? Yes, yes, it's made of man. Mo just wanders over and just warms their hands by the open flames. (laughs) That's um, toasty, that is. First class Foley, listen yeah. to that. Wow, Ben. Well, I hope Perfect. no one else has their bags in there. Whatever, you know. The, the carriage goes up in a huge pillar of flame, um, which eerily lights all the buildings around you, and you can see these um, peaked roofed build, uh, houses line the street, um, and the 
ahead you can see one of the doors is is slightly ajar. And hey, look, it's Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's half Jim, and he's just a Jim's head on a glass jar. <laughs> um, you still hear half the crying coming from further down the street, uh, and you can also still see the light spilling out of uh, a larger building as the. Um, fire of the carriage grows. It, it lights the street more and more, and you can see that the building further down is a tavern. Good riddance! I hated that carriage, said Curly. Inside Curly's head. Does Curly say said Curly? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Inside. Definitely. Inside Curly's head, you hear Bertrand von Suchensuch's voice, hmm. and he goes, "You will pay for this." Oh my god! Do you also hear inside your head that bit explaining that it was Bertrand von Suchensuch? <laughs> yes, and this is Bertrand von Suchensuch, and I am saying to you, you will pay for this. Ooh! But my lips aren't moving. See, if you look over at Bertrand von Suchensuch, my my lips aren't moving. Kelly is Bertrand, just like. Like, ooh, look at my mouth. He's drinking He's drinking water. <laughs> that is some ventriloquism. I will give it that. You can't hear it. <laughs> he says in, in Moe's oh, head. He says. No one else. Yeah. All, all the all, Bertrand von Suchensuch's voice starts appearing in everyone's head. And just like, no, 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 you can't hear what I'm saying to him. You can't hear it while he's still drinking a glass of water. Welcome to this week's episode of Classic Warlock. <laughs> in, um, in Curly's... <laughs> In Curly's culture, um, they believe that uh, covering the eyes means you can't hear stuff. So he covers his eyes Makes sense. with his claws <laughs> and, uh, and it doesn't faze him. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Let's you- find that weeping person. What do you think? Hmm. Sounds and all right. I could, I could use some cheering up maybe or... I don't know, you guys are pretty funny. <laughs> I think they get a bit of a kick out of you. Especially you, crab man. Oh, well, thank you. Um, oh, yeah, you got, I'm right here. You, you just said that to a brick wall. Uh, just on the other side, turn, left oh. turn, get warmer. Wait, warmer, I shouldn't have been warm, able to hear you. Real hot. <laughs> <laughs> You're covering your eyes. It's just the culture. It doesn't mean it actually works. Yeah. Uh, it's just what they believe. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh Curly opens one of the crab claws and it and the eye twists around to look at you, um, Mo, and uh, he doffs his hat. Are you hitting on me? No. <laughs> and then he crab walks away. <laughs> Isn't it just he walks away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't it's have to call it a crab claw every time. It's just a claw. We know you're a crab, all right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking for the crying. source. Of, I'm looking for the source of the weeping, and I rolled a, a 19 on the dice, but uh, my investigations are minus two, so 17. Uh, you you can hear it's coming from ahead of you, and you you follow the sound and. Um, you walk down the street and you come to a crossroads. So the, um, these tall grey buildings, uh, peaked roof houses sort of loom around you and the only light comes from the huge burning carriage behind you uh, and the light <laughs> spilling from the tavern um, to your left. So you're in the crossroads. Um, you can see down to the left there's uh, a church at the end of the, the road um, with a large graveyard and to your right... Um, there's another um, smaller building with light coming from the windows uh, and the crying seems to be coming from further down beyond there. Do I recognise the denomination at the church? 
do a spot check. What? Uh, Religion? Uh, no, you want to see if you can see it through the. Through uh, the I just want to know what what the denomination perception. of the church is. Yeah, see if you can see the symbol. Okay, um, cool. Well, my if I was to do a religion check, it'd be minus two as well, so it's the same thing. Um, ten on the dice, so eight. Uh, okay, so through the mist, you can't make out the holy symbol that's on the church. You can barely make out the, the shape of the church. Now, where did I put my glasses? And he's looking through his pockets. But I left them in the carriage. I think I saw them on the seat. Good God, you're here too, are you? Well, <laughs> you can tell me. Have a look. Sneak up next yeah. <laughs> can you make a perception check for me too? <laughs> Uh, that is uh, uh, 20 all up. Oh, yes, okay. You can um, see the symbol. A, a burst of flame, like, of, of the car- something in the carriage that was clearly very flammable the goes glasses. off. And, and the... <laughs> well, a mushroom cloud. Like, yeah, you, like just yeah. you blow the gas canisters. Yeah. This. Jerry and Franklin go flying through the air. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, and yes, we left them there. Oh. <laughs> uh, Illuminating the church. <laughs> uh, did you say church Illuminati? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it again. Don't Tom, say it too loud. Tom, Tom Hanks comes running out of the church. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to blow. Look, Tom when Hanks? You, when you I make it, it looks like <laughs> the Queen's given oh, a blowjob to a whale. When you just fold the money in half. Not familiar with that religion. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can see the um, the symbol on the church in the the flare of light, um, and it is the symbol of your god, Rug- oh, the morning lord, Rug-yog. the morning lord, the, the <laughs> lord of morning, the lord of morning, the glorious lord of morning, the good kind of morning. Yes. Oh, I don't don't know if I want to go straight in there. <laughs> What about that crying? Let's check that out. Is that where the morning's coming from? No, I think it's coming from just down the road. Next one. See that open window? Still, yeah, still a bit embarrassed about um, the fact that he worships Lathander, even though this, the holy symbol is right on his chest. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can Curly see it, See the symbol on, on Ragyog's <sighs> yes, chest? Yes, he can. Yep. Hey, is that... No, no, it's not. It's is not. that the same? Oh, it's cold out here, isn't it? And Ragyog... That seems cloak. fairly ominous. It looks the same, mate. No, well, it, you I see mean, what's on chest. This is what's on your chest. No, there. no, a lot of you the... got something you want to tell us, or well, yes, but the the lot of the religious logos people copy these days. You see, that's um, uh, but the, look, oh, what's There's that crying down the road? As Franklin and Jerry arc over <laughs> you in flames and drop into the street nearby. <laughs> Um, so uh, sobbing echoes from down the street and um, you can you all make perception checks for me yeah are we all down the street or is some of us yeah, you're all at looking at the yeah. burning carriage and all the possessions ah, 15 yeah, is anyone left at the carriage looking at their burning um, possessions four yeah sure um yeah, uh, old, old mate, uh, Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch, after the uh, enormous explosion was like slammed back against <laughs> the nearest building uh, after all of his jars of 
is it formaldehyde? Mm. All the mm. stuff like where you can yeah, 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 yeah. He has all like kind of uh, yeah, body parts of and stuff. Tongues. Yeah. Um, they were all in there and they've just all gone up in smoke. Uh, he's slammed against the, the wall of the nearest building, but he's not with the rest of you. Um, you um, actually slam into the door of the nearest building and it, um, the rusted hinges of the door give way as you slam into it and it screeches open and you fall into um, a, a darkened house. And as you hit the ground, you sort of roll back um, into the, the stairway that leads up. And as you look up, the door slams behind you and oh, you're plunged good. into darkness. Oh, good. So we'll just leave this, you This is good. There. Oh, this is, this is real. Franklin... <laughs> Can Jerry, we- oh wait, no, they went flying through the. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> They're um, cartwheeling. So, what did you guys get for your perception checks? One, <laughs> fifteen. Uh, Curly was uh, still holding his claws didn't in front anything. of his eyes. Yeah, didn't yeah. hear anything. See anything? He rolled a one. Didn't uh, you? He rolled a one. <laughs> And a four, four. for Mo. So, um, Deceptive. Ragyog, you hear the squeak of a um, like a rusty wheel um, approaching from uh, ahead of you further down um, the, the street. So, In the direction we're travelling towards? Yeah, so you, you, you've entered the town yeah. and you've come ac- across the crossroads and to the left is the church, to the right is another light and the weeping and ahead of you is a darkened street and you can hear the, the squeaking wheel and uh, footsteps approaching from ahead of you. Do you hear that, What Jessica? is it, Mo? Hear what? Something's coming from down that dark passageway. What about you, Mo? Not even quite. What, what are you saying? I might right now. I a, just, the uh, cat is like, get, somebody's coming from that just that way. You, get your yeah, pastries. Nah, I think you're imagining get, things again. Get your pastries. Get your pastries. <laughs> Curly's, <here>. Curly's <laughs> claws snap open. Pastries. Pastries? I've got your Is pastries. he saying pastries? I am pastries. I could do one of them. I could, I could, know, I could, could have a pastry. I, I, could, I mean, I don't I know. Could I definitely mean, have a pastry. I, I mean, I do have like a wheat intolerance, but you know what? <laughs> it's time. <laughs> a, um, uh, a hunched over figure bound in rags pushing an old squeaky wheelbarrow emerges from um, the fog and darkness. Um, and there's a pile of pastries of, of pasties in the uh, wheelbarrow ahead of them uh, and um, you see a, an old like a huge jutting chin and, and nose covered in warts uh, sort of peeking out of the the raggy visage and lank greasy hair would you like a pastry would you like to bash pastry yes please curly is frothing at what you all think is his mouth. <laughs> uh, it's just bubbling. I'll have, a, I'll have a pastry. And he takes he takes one. Um, she reaches out and her, uh, uh, her gnarled hand caresses your carapace um, from, and it's a, a dirty uh, sort of uh, bony hand um, with filthy long nails and they sort of scratch along the carapace uh, as she pulls your claw away from the pastries. One gold piece first, young man. You have such soft hands. Thank you. I moisturise daily. Would you like, would you like to purchase one? Give me, 
Should I just reach in your firmer pocket here and get the pastry money? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's not his pocket, <laughs> madam. Um, here, here's she's the gold. too busy here rustling around <laughs> in there. She takes out a sticky hand and takes the gold. Um, like, did you, did you throw it at her, yeah, basically? Like, just drop holding it, it between finger and thumb. <laughs> um, I know I shouldn't be judgmental of appearances, but I oh, you smell lovely, man. You drop the coin in her hand and she snatches it under her rags and she takes a pastry out and hands it to Curly. Anybody else like to test my pastry? I think I, think I watch him eat his first. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a guinea pig. Crab. Uh, a guinea crab? A guinea crab. Yes. A guinea crab. You like my pastry? I'm not one to judge, but it looks mighty unhygienic and I'll be leaving quite the Yelp review if it doesn't pop. Fruit. Curly uh, starts rubbing it on the top of his carapace, just sort of rubbing it in. And then... Well, you know what they say, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> and Giacomo turns around and looks back towards the weeping woman window. Um, your knowledge of um, baking, Giacomo, you recognise that these are not very nice pastries. Um, and you, you, so Curly, you smear the pastry all over yourself? Yeah. Uh, would anybody else like that? Nobody wants goodbye it. See you later. This she, is a pleasant interaction. She squeaks off into the darkness and you hear her knocking on a door. Hello, get your pastries, help you dream. And she squeaks off into the darkness. That was a stranger side. <laughs> Worth it though. I'm sure that it won't come back to haunt us. <laughs> At all. Shall we we continue on to the weeping woman? Giacomo opens the gate and walks into the front yard of the building with the window open with the weeping coming from it and knocks on the door. Okay, so you, yeah, you head a little bit further down the street. Is everyone following? Yeah. Does anybody notice? Oh. A missing party member? Uh, Curly tries to count with his claws. Doesn't notice. One. One, two, two, three. Giacomo's passive uh, wisdom four, is only four. an eight, so I don't think all so. All right, we're all here. I think we're all here. I think we're all okay. here. I so, count four and York them claws there. Yeah. It's happening. In the darkened house, um, you are, uh, Bertrand, you are um, on the stairs. You can feel them pressing into your back. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Oh. All right. Oh. Considering there's a flaming carriage right outside the darkness in here is unnaturally oppressive like you can't see any of the flames around the doorway or um through the window even though it's like greasy and filthy and has curtains you should still be able to see some it, so it light. is can i tell because uh as a half elf i have dark vision mm. so this is still like completely black so it's like magical darkness kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah Okay. Where are Franklin and Jerry? They went flying through the air with oh. the explosion. Oh, yeah. Not in this room. They're in another no, they're not street in this room. somewhere. They're, they're like somewhere else in town. They might have ended up in that lady's pastries, so, I reckon. Mm. I, sorry, it's not a magical darkness, but it is grey and you can't see the flames through the window. So it's right. like some something, it's weird, right? You immediately yeah. notice something very strange. Um, and as you're sort of rubbing your back, you look around and you see tiny pairs of red eyes begin to appear in the dark. Oh, oh, good, you. good. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm very sorry. I I was blown through your door. Um, and yes, I found myself in here. Um, would you mind? Uh, just um, I'm just gonna. Sorry to intrude. I'm just gonna 
quickly head on head Hundreds on out this of way. Eyes begin to appear. All I'm really gonna you just like keep on. They start to get closer uh, and closer. He runs to the door and starts uh, pulling against the the doorknob. Give me a strength check. Give you a strength check. Oh, that's good. I only have a minus two in that one. Amazing. <laughs> the weird old Undertaker-looking guy doesn't have a strong strength check. That would be seven on the die, so that is a five for the old strength check. Uh, you scrabble at the door, but you're unable to open it, and you can feel the presence of hundreds of creatures, which you think might be rats, approaching you from behind. Uh, can I feel gravy? Uh, no. My bat. No, I can't feel gravy through the... through no. even. Oh, this is real bad. This you is this piercing scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! This isn't the way I was so as thought it was going to be. Um. Okay. Um. Hello. Do any of us hear that hello, scream? Hello, great old one. No, you don't hear it. Great old one. And uh, he'll start um, calling out towards um, his patron. Uh, you reach out to the many-headed uh, god, Patreon, um, for for guidance. Um, That's right. And I'm just going to leave that right there. Yep. Um, we take a short break, um, and we'll be back again in just a moment. But we're going to just take a little breather and, and see you in a sec. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll, Curse of Strahd. Strahd, 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 This is episode three. Episode three. Uh, we're back from a little break um, where Danny, as Dr. Von Such and Such, consulted with his patron. Patreon. Patreon. Uh, where you can join up and sign and support Dice Paper Roll. Patreon.com forward slash Dice Paper Roll. Uh, did you have some good suggestions there, Dan? Yeah, so it's not just a gimmick. We've actually been using our break talking yeah, to the yeah, current yeah. patrons it's... to get suggestions for what uh, doctors should do. Yeah, I put the, the feelers out and <laughs> Patreon has has handed it out. Um, I've gotten a couple of good suggestions, so I, I think, yeah, I'm looking forward to incorporating this uh, this whole kind of mechanic. Yeah, cool. G- getting getting Patreon involved in the actual game live. It's awesome. You can do this too and also you know, control the fate of Dr. Von Such and Such and the rest of the party if you sign up to Patreon. Yeah. Until I die. And then that's on you. <laughs> and then you'll have to roll up another warlock. That yeah. also <laughs> worships the Patreon. Yes. But uh, we'll have our character sheets up there. You'll get early access to the games as well, um, as well as all the, the stuff we have for the, the other show with the Type 5 and Co. So um, a little, little bit of Patreon-only content as yeah. well. So. <laughs> we'll be popping up my little sketches from the back of my, my sheet. Character sheet. They're yeah. filthy, so I strongly <laughs> suggest signing up. Yeah. <laughs> it is worth at least a dollar a month. Yeah, at least there's filth, absolute filth. So my name's Greg, uh, and I am the dungeon master for this campaign. My name's Ben. I'm playing Ragyog, a goblin cleric of Lathander. Greasy battered hair and a dirty average mace in his hand. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> Because he sounds like John Howard a little bit. 
Do you want to borrow my? Here's a hanky Ben for no, oh. no reason whatsoever. Thank you. <laughs> my name's Emil. I play Emil Freund. I play Giacomo Cloghart, Captain Cloghart, the head of the Cloghart's Pies Empire, um, figurehead and business head, one and the same. Uh, <clears throat> he is currently decked out in all white attire um, with epaulets and like Captain. Epilepsy? Nope. That's no laughing matter. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Could be a roll check. But no. that's, uh, let's let's His, do a sponsor point. Here. That, that was yeah. the, the, the pies being, you know, the pies giving people epilepsy was never proved in court. So. <laughs> uh, he's a he's a patron, uh, patron. He's a patron. He's a paladin, and his god is Dol Ara. Third level patron. Yeah, he's the third level patron. He gets to see all of Jack's NSFW content. It's behind the paywall. Jack scribbled fed. It's definitely not canon, but it's very, very dirty. Yeah, and that's him, Captain Captain Clockheart. The stuff that no one would pay him for. Except for you Except for you (laughs) Just the sloppy seconds (laughs) My name's Lauren Bock And I am playing Epomia Phosphine Or just Mo for short Because that's a long name that I'm actually struggling to say Is it Epomia? I think it is Okay Epomia I don't know Look it up Look up what Epomia is And then you'll start to see the Depth of my sophisticated sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a... she, she is a rogue assassin human type thing. No bells and whistles as much, uh, but she's covered in bells and whistles. No, uh, <laughs> she's got a minus twenty. She's got a bunch stealth. of. She's, got, she's like kind of a bit of a piratey hippie sort of look. Long cloak, rags thrown everywhere. She's got a couple of big old swords, some daggers. Uh, she's also pretty great, great arms. She's got she's well um, armed. Like pretty armed, uh, like Michelle Obama style arms. Like there's some pretty Jack. Never misses arm day. Misses every other day. The body is a mess. Tidy legs. But you know she puts all her effort into her guns. But she doesn't have guns. She has swords and bells and whistles. Effort well spent. Thank you. I'm Dan. I am playing uh, Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch. Uh, he's a pe- very pale half-elf in a long black cloak, a very tall stovepipe hat, uh, round spectacles and a cane at his side, and he worships uh, his warlock, and his patron is Patreon. Uh, www.patreon forward slash uh, patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll <laughs> nailed it um, uh, where yeah I, as we've said previously I will incorporate what Patreon uh, tells me to do as my patron and that is Dan um, and I'm Jack I'm playing a, a, a crab man named Curly Who's a monk? A, a crab monk. Like the horse. Like the horse. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is he wearing? Clothes. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, a name tag apparently. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> also, like also a, a bowler hat. Um. You know. 
What color carapace does he have? Mm. Oh, it's it's sort of uh, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a heat sensitive carapace, so like a mood ring. <laughs> <laughs> like a mood ring? Yeah. It switches between red and blue. Excellent. Um, That's so good. I'm going to ask you what color your carapace is all the time. Yeah, now. Yeah. When you're angry, um, when you're yeah. and you're a Somebody's monk, feeling so you're going to be kind of like always yeah. blue. Could yeah. you stand on zen? two legs? Oh, it's or actually currently five. five. One is growing back at the moment. Okay. Um, uh, is that how crabs work? Yeah. <laughs> Do they grow lizards? Lizard crabs. Anyway, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, just moving on. I just want to know how deep a dive you did on the crab research, Greg. Um, this crab definitely is how that works. So I know you wanted to be a marine biologist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, you find that, that is how crabs work. Yeah. Uh, I did the research. Don't look that up. We find ourselves back in the village of Barovia and uh, Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch has uh, found himself um, blown into a house by an exploding carriage um, filled with formaldehyde tongue jars. And um, you uh, were blown through the door, which slammed closed behind you. And you're now in darkness, um, scrabbling at the door with... uh, hundreds of beady red rat eyes around you and getting closer. Uh, and you reached out to your patron, uh, the many-headed Patreon, uh, for help. Um, and suddenly uh, the whispers begin to enter your mind in this dark place. Animal handling check. Ride the sea of rats. Honestly, I've always been a fan of a convenient pocket cookie or ten when faced with a swarm of rodents. That's so good, Alex. <laughs> Try to make friends that night? That Then fight? Yes, yes, very good, Bob the Furby. Um, and I liked Rob Dogg's suggestion earlier as well. Yes. Quite, quite good. Go full Pickle Rick on the bastards. Yes. Oh, oh, that's Rob. Just full of, full of good ideas. How about you, Tezza? Anything to say, Tezza? Tezza, have you... Tezza? Tezza, are you in here? Become the new rat lord and make them your minions. Rat king. Rat king. Um, the voices uh, echo around your head. Don't Google that. Don't Google, yeah, don't that. Google that. Don't Google that. Um, yeah, uh, as so as Dr. Bertram von Suchen Such uh, scrabbles at the, at the uh, door handle and then uh, reaches out towards his uh, patron... He puts a hand in uh, the pocket of his doublet and uh, pulls out a cookie. Um, and uh, then, like... Uh, what kind of cookie are we talking about? Yeah, what's I'm just the... Thinking, Subway you know, cookie, yeah, right? apple, cinnamon... I'm, th- I'm thinking, like, you know... Sultana. Uh, probably, like... <laughs> Get the Be fuck chocolate out of or fuck you need, off. You need, you, need a bit of, you need a bit of sugar in there. And so I think it's Just it's got to be like a chocolate chip, but then like with like caramel, that like Ooh. caramel ripple. Kind I, want of almost I want that cookie. You know, like so it's, it's, like a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a super good cookie. It's like you know a, that Sultana and oat cookies actually have the highest sugar content. Just unrelated. Just shut the fuck up, <laughs> All right, new dad. We told you about this. Do you know, I've often thought that like sometimes caramel kind of tastes like Sultanas. Sultanas, yeah. yeah. What? 
get yeah. out of town. Anyway, it's burnt sorry brighter. on the DM. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, he holds this uh, caramel ripple uh, chocolate chip cookie in his hand, and he starts breaking it into smaller bits and uh, starts sp- sprinkling it on the ground in front of uh, the rat and creates, like, a circle. And he just keeps on, like, pulling more cookies out of his pocket. Um, and is, is the purpose to make them your friend? friend? Is, What's that? Is the purpose like to make Sultana. them your friend or to distract Get them? Fucked. Uh, Did you know that sultanas and oats have more sugar in them? <laughs> oh, get than fucked, rat. And caramel? All the other rats jump on that rat and kill it. <laughs> oh, dear. Caramel spilling from its guts. Oh, dear. I'm trying to watch my figure. <laughs> I'm not having any. It's a two day for me. <laughs> <laughs> so are you trying to distract them or are you um, trying to make friends with them? Um, I, I think I, I'm, I'm trying to make friends. Oh, shit. Um, I'm trying to make friends with them. So I keep on right. pulling more cookies animal handling out of my pocket and I, I form a circle around me and then I draw a pentagram out of cookie crumble Ooh. all okay. around me. Animal handling um, check. Animal please. handling check, please. <laughs> Oh, I sure wouldn't want to be handled right now. I'm having too much good time with my chocolate. No, absolutely, I'm too full of sultanas. I really hit the jackpot. It's sentient rats. Only 90 calories a biscuit. Oh, no, that's not good. Animal handling. Oh, Jesus, it's a three on the die. Okay. You, um, you draw out the pentagram with the cookie and as you're doing the, the crosses of the star with cookie dust, um, you draw right across yourself and the swarm of rats just <laughs> following the cookie crumbs. Oh, it's all in my shoes. Oh, no. Oh, into God. your clothes, into your trousers, up under your doublet, um, all up Ooh, it's in warm your under here. space. Uh, and now what's good about a two-day? <laughs> what? Nothing. You're allowed to eat meat, says the rat, as it bites into his side. Uh, so the um, the swarm swarms up you and just begins biting you all over. You take seven hit points of damage. Well, does it have to hit? Yep, it just did. Okay, they're basically uh, in you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, yeah, up they're in all over me. Um, okay, up I guess uh, I I. Pirouette? Shit, I don't know. I, I slam myself against the uh, the door to try and, like, get as many off of me as I possibly can um, and uh, start to go full pickle Rick on them. Yes, amazing. This, so there's, like, a carpet of rats all around you and they're running up and down your legs. Um, oh, give us a... Um, just give us a strength check or, or a dexterity check. You, you pick. What, what does construct entire bodysuit out of out rat, of rat, bones, rat bones? bones? What's that? Is that animal handling? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Slide of hand. Slide of hand. Slide of hand. Oh my oh. god, it's a one! <laughs> oh no! Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch is going to die to a swarm of rats. Acrobatics. Oh my god, it's a you four. Run headfirst into the the door um, in your panic, uh, and you slam your head into the wooden door, taking four points of bludgeoning damage um, oh. as you reel backwards. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I know what I need to do. Uh, 
the rats bite at you again. Uh, 20, does that? Yeah, that hit? definitely yeah, hits, yeah. Uh, so that's another seven points of um, rat damage as they gnaw into you. So it was four on the first one? Uh, seven. So you've taken 18 points so far. 18? Yeah, that's two rat swarm bites and a four from the, the door. Uh, Baron von... Uh, Doctor. Dr. Bertrand von Suchensuch collapses under a swarm of rats and everything goes dark. And that's where we're going to end today's episode of Curse of Strahd. Did I just get fucking eaten by rats? <laughs> yeah, you I, just I'm, did. I'm out. I'm out. Aren't I? I'm out. That's, that's, that. You, I mean, oh it was my. a great character, man. At least sir, sir. At least are you in there? <laughs> it's me, Jerry, sir. And Franklin, we managed to construct a parachute, sir, out of the horse costume (laughs) and landed safely, but three miles away. The door swings open. Uh, The door swings open and uh, they see the the, uh, unconscious form of Baron von Such... Dr. Bertrand von Such and Such um, covered in rats as they gnaw into him and they are greeted by the horrific sight of the rats pulling uh, the doctor's eyeballs out of his skull and burying, bury, uh, burying into his abdomen as they claw their way in, their heads dipping in all, all red and covered in gore. You know what I was thinking, Jerry? I'm Franklin, actually. He's got our pay. That... Bastard. Well, you control the legs. It's up to you. Fuck it. I'm going on an adventure. (laughs) You know, I've always wanted to become a family band, truth be told. I've never said it till this moment, but... Jerry? Hmm. Do you know I've always thought the same thing? Jerry pulls an accordion out and (laughs) plays them out. As the door creaks shut behind them, locking them in the house with all the rats. (laughs) (laughs) Locking them in darkness as the accordion plays and rats swarm all around them. Amazing. Well, well done, Greg, on that episode. Beautiful work. Well done. Well, Daddy, you forgot your character sheet this game, so it's only fitting that you actually die. Yeah, (laughs) fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) I did get it, but yeah, Yeah, no, it's it's like I'm, I'm all for it. It, it happened. It, it did. You it just, happened. I got blown in there and then it was, I rolled some, I rolled really shit. Yeah. You, you had a very unfortunate run. Well, that was, um, that was good, good use of Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Patreon. Oh, this is going to be I'm interesting dead. to explain to them. <laughs> explain to them now, but they won't hear it for six weeks. <laughs> uh, Thanks for your money. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, thanks, everyone, for the game. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Thank Stan. You. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, everyone. Um, Thank you, Emil. Right, Thank no you, worries. Emil. Chookers. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you say that. Start Chookers for next week, yeah. for yeah. everyone. Next in a week, fortnight. Everyone. We'll see you in a fortnight. Hey, new character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. yeah. 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 If you want to describe what Danny's character should look yeah. like, jump on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. I'll put it I'll put it straight to him after this game. <laughs> yeah. So that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so what if I said that didn't work? <laughs> and actually I'm going to need a new character. <laughs> That's good cuz I kept wanting to call him a baron anyway. It was mm. too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Have a reverend next time. Yeah. Go on. What's up, Rollers? It's Greg here, DPR's least emotionally available dungeon master. I hope you've been enjoying Curse of Strahd so far. Uh, today we're going to share with you the dissection, uh, which is a little uh, bit where we talk about the game that was. Now, usually this is available on our Patreon, but we go into some pretty important topics today, so we thought it was important to share it with you. Uh, if you like what you hear or you're really enjoying the show and you want to help to support us, you can jump on www.patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll. There you can find all sorts of great content, DM notes, uh, our theme music as a ringtone and dissections for all of the Curse of Strahd episodes along with some really high definition art that Jack's done and um, and you know just just the warm fuzzy feeling of knowing that you helped us to make Dice Paper Roll. So without further ado here is the dissection. Danny first character death. First ever. In for you playing ever. Yeah, 100%. We're, we've always, like, you know, it's... Death's never really been that yeah. real of a thing, has yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's never. Like, when we were playing 3.5 edition, like, the, it, we always came back. You never mm. were really in chance of dying. And, like, you know, to a certain extent, it's, a, like, being honest, like, it's a little bit of... Can be a little bit of a flaw within dpr that it's kind of always never really felt dangerous i mean it's felt pretty dangerous for me <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's that actually yeah, fair 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 cop. Cop. Fair cop. you've died a couple of times well those who have played properly um, <laughs> never. Well, yeah, but this is, this is dissection, and it's time for honesty. That's the whole purpose. For, you know? for the characters yeah. that wouldn't chuck a massive hissy fit. Yeah. If yeah, they, yeah. If they're well, to be like, fair, the other three of us are DMs, so yeah, we kind yeah, of have yeah. control. <laughs> yeah, I can control it. Yeah, but I think it's awesome. I, I loved uh, in that moment working with Patreon and asking for what they were actually using their suggestions and that kind of thing and as it turned out dice rolls were shit out <laughs> that's on me that's not on Patreon that's on I'm me it's on the, hey Danny it's on the dice don't if, you know don't no take I think it if you want to dial it back it's really on Curly for lighting the carriage on fire which exploded <laughs> you into the building oh well if I really want to put it I, I thought that I was walking along with you and then Emil started sending me like these uh, hand <laughs> signals Listen, where he was like stovepipe <laughs> looking at the fire all this stuff and I'm like what are you trying to tell me and he's like oh, play with this and I'm like okay alright oh no yeah I'm back there and then I was blown into this room where then suddenly there was a hundred rats in there I really, you're saying I killed your character I'm yeah, saying you killed my character nah. I really like Flat the idea out. that um, <laughs> this is actually the origin of the Tui's ad you know where the tongue crawls along on the ground <laughs> <laughs> That was a throwback. <laughs> yeah. If you're from overseas and you haven't seen the ad, it's very YouTubeable, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tui, just type in Tui's tongue, Tui's tongue ad. ad. Yeah. yeah. What was the song from that? Was that the. Uh, it's probably copyrighted, one? not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Eric Price. Eaten by rats. No, Satisfaction's Benny Benassi. Uh, it's Benny Benassi. Ben, yeah. He knows his name's Benny. Yeah, that's the one. 
All the Bennies know each yeah, other. Well, you yeah. would. Yeah. You know how they have a hive mind I mean, and Benny? Don't down. tell me you don't know Lauren Hill songs. Push me. And then... He also knows Benny Hill. You can't see me right now. I'm actually... I'm so sad that Franklin and Jerry went with Did they though? Didn't see a body. No, he didn't see a body. They did have an accordion. It's canon they had an accordion. Yeah, they did have I mean, there is still hope. I mean, maybe Ragyog will hear and come running to the rescue. Probably not. Probably. You know, no, I, I quite no. like I quite like the character arc of Jerry and Franklin. They've kind of come into it their was own. a lot more full than Doctor Bertrand. <laughs> <laughs> Is your cat just like flying around oh, still? Gravy, oh, oh, my gravy, <laughs> no. Maybe they could have helped you. No. I tried to reach sky? out to him, but I couldn't. I couldn't sense him. Mm. I, I Could was, he sense you though? That's the question. I was going to. I was like, oh, maybe I can use my bat to go to you guys. <laughs> yeah. What's that, Gravy Doctor? Uh, as as a warlock, I can speak through Gravy. So you could have had a bat come down. I've seen and you then Chris. It would so you can Dr. speak Bertrand through Gravy as well. Suits, suits, talking <laughs> through him, but. Uh, Trouble at the old mill? Be... What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Little Timmy's down well. Oh, no. We gotta save Director Bertrand. Oh, so, dear. so how are you gonna um, appease the patrons now? The the mighty god Patreon. Just almost fell over. Like <laughs> yeah, everything's okay. Yeah, everything's okay. That's, yeah, that's a danger of when you try and do. Literally on the edge of his seat. Standing podcasting. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna just put it to uh, Patreon and just be like, all right, give me a character, give me a, a class and a race, and well, you're speaking I, I to them now because this is Patreon only content. But um, how long? How long did you spend building Bertrand? I don't know. A weekend. How long did you spend building my character? Uh, Another weekend. (laughs) Another weekend. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. 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 I was in like Frankenstein style. No, because like when I I rocked up last weekend, Danny was like, all right, we're going to roll these things. We're going to do this stuff. Mm. So he spent more like, I don't know. More time teaching you how to roll up your character. Sorry. Franklin and Jerry were... uh, uh, they were. We said we called them conjoined twins, but really they were just stitched together, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, it seems like yeah, they were an eagle. Right? His name's Doctor Bertrand von Suchen. Yeah. He's got a, and whole, a bunch whole bunch of, of jars with I mean, formaldehyde and tongues and Stitch, weird suture shit. and suture. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could come back as a suture and such like family the R member. Is silent. Suture and suture. <laughs> That's oh, how yeah. you get it. Can you come, yeah. come back as a zombie? What if? Yeah, or if, what or if? another suture and suture family member in, what in search of suture and suture. What if Franklin? Or just like a low-level zombie that everyone can Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to turn you. Yeah, yeah. As long as Danny plays him for the game. Yeah. What if uh, What if Franklin and Jerry uh, come back later and then sew him on? And you don't control the legs any, of your eyes. own character. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and his abdomen is gone. Uh, so it's basically like his arms. Do you uh, need more arms? Yeah, well, yeah. It would just be another ben pair. And Jerry? Of, yeah. No. Well, it's definitely not going to be our and eyes. Jerry just like lobotomize him and put their the brain like replace the brain. Yeah, maybe. Into- or maybe they just put him on the back. Just facing backwards. <laughs> is this the origin story for Curly? 
like a spine. In terms of how he got so many legs and so many body parts. Is Curly a rat king on the inside that's stolen a crab shell? I mean, no, but... But um, uh, it's a good Three idea, kids guys. Three in a raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just throwing it out. Right. Not the, blocking. Yeah. But I, that is the best way to block. No but. It's a good yes, idea. Yes. No but. No. No. No but. No. Please no. No but. No but. Never. No but. Don't. I don't want to stomp in any good ideas, but um, he's a crab. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for four years, yeah. damn it. He is not a secret rat. <laughs> uh, oh, great game. Great, yeah, so great work, Gregor. So super spooky and scary. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't have you for the uh, like uh, character creation episode, Lauren. What did you? What was your like? Uh, I don't know. What did you think about when you were thinking about coming out, coming out with? Classes or oh, nothing because the first time kind of making something up, so Benny had to walk me through it. Um, screen sharing over Facebook. Funny <laughs> that you ended up an assassin rogue. Yeah, hey. no. <laughs> Change. I'm just trying to make a little mini me. I, I have no experience in that one. You got I'm, the same stats in <laughs> Crazy. I, I think I just wanted to keep it simple, I think, because mm. I'm still such a baby d and that I didn't want to throw myself too many weird things <clears> that I didn't know how to use properly. So I can that and there was a slight consultation about what we had already. So it was like, what would work good? And yep. then the idea that um, Curse of Stride is a little bit human-y. So I think... You know what? I'm just, I just, I'm just a people pleaser. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> and just then wanted it, to make up, everyone happy. Ended that's up the only right. human in the party. Yeah, yeah that's right. I just yeah. remembered you telling us about how like everyone hates anyone that's non-human. non-human. Oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what it that's says. This is a good book. forum for that, Greg. Yeah, you should yeah. talk about that now. Yeah, that's what it says in the book. But um, talk oh, to, hang you on. Must for, be for those who aren't, for those who aren't aware of what you're talking about. Um, this campaign. Oh, Curse of Stride is yeah. a D and D Wizards of the Coast module. Yeah, uh, Chris Perkins, I think, wrote it. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, I didn't realize he wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, he was the lead on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, super cool. Uh, Ravenloft. If you've heard of Ravenloft, that's this. This is this setting. Um, so it's it's a full uh, adventure. I plan to sort of deviate a little bit, but I have run it before, so um, I, I, we I will know. deviate it. As yeah, well. we will yeah. deviate. <laughs> just, just you smidge. don't need to just do any of that. But the the um, people of Barovia are quite uh, xenophobic, mm-hmm. um, so they're distrustful of uh, strangers, and um, yeah, they're they're bigots. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I was. Th- playing with how to how to like how do I deal with that right like do I explore that and if I do like how, how do I portray that in the game um, in a like in a sensitive and thoughtful uh, way and um, I was chatting um, to some of the group and um, you know as a middle class cis white tall male I think it's probably not my place um, to make commentary on it and uh, I am just gonna take it out of the game because um, I don't yeah I don't um, doesn't add anything to our to our enjoyment of it in fact it detracts from our enjoyment of it I think of the playing yeah and I just don't I just don't think like I don't think it's appropriate for me to sort of explore that through this game I don't think it, it would be like a real representation of 
um, you know, exploring this theme. And um, yeah, I just, I just really don't feel comfortable uh, doing it. Yeah. I, I, you know, as much as I support Black Lives Matter, slab, sorry. slab from Emil, um, and, uh, you know, and, and we on the, the podcast has been um, vocal about that. I, uh, yeah, I just don't, I just don't feel comfortable exploring that. I think that's totally fair. I think it's very wise. And yeah. Yeah. There's been enough like white folks feeling like their, it's their time to put their voice forward. And I think it's probably time that we just shut up and let people who've actually experienced racism to a significant degree have their voices heard on that particular issue. Mm. At yeah. the same time, you know, racism is not fucking cool. Mm, and, yeah. um, you know, we can be really vocal about that. And we think it's so not fucking cool. We don't want to put it in this and, entertainment. Yeah. That we're making. I, I don't want to be in a position where I'm likely to make jokes about it. Because it's yeah. not funny. Yeah. funny. No. Yeah. 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 It feels like a, 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 not that we would not be, not that we would be insensitive if we approached it in game, but it would really make the. Um, the feel of the podcast and as you take a complete right turn, which there's nothing wrong with at all, but I think you're mm. right, Greg. It's like, well, if, we're, if you're not comfortable with it and yeah. we don't feel that this uh, as, forum is the place for it. Then uh, as the it. DM, like, I mean, you know, you can understand h- how it's like, well, you are the conduit for this story. You're the one that's trying to tell that. And you're trying to do that to us as players to have that kind of, reaction to it to condemn it um but you know as a dm you're 100 percent within your right to say well i just don't want to fucking say that kind of shit counterpoint could, up. could D be a that. good forum to explore how to be a better uh i absolutely 100%. think yeah, it is yeah. absolutely yeah a, a person forum. yeah to be yeah. a better person and to understand like i think it's brilliant for helping you to understand other people's perspectives. Mm. But uh, do you feel a bit like, uh, I mean, as a player for me, it's like, hey, you look around, whitewash, like we're all white. Mm. Like we can't really, uh, we can explore it, but we can't speak from experience, right? No. Exactly. And it comes back to what you're talking about. We can speak from experience of being an observer, which is. Yes. Yeah. You know, if if you're entering a setting where the populace are bigots and your character isn't, or your character might sympathize for whatever build you've got, however you, whatever you would then be an observer. So you can empathise with that and you can you could be a tool. Just I'm not suggesting this for our game. I'm just spitballing. But it could be a tool to explore how to better um, deal with it and diffuse and act and behave. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. It's not as funny. No. Probably. I feel like it's a slightly higher purpose than, yeah. <laughs> than the game that, it is, that we are intending to want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Which doesn't mean we don't support. Yeah, we should practice yeah, that in real life and keep D and D D and D. Yeah, I think that's been an important aspect of our games, though, as well. Is, uh, I don't know. I don't want to seem like a shit bloke saying it, but in terms of like when we've come together, it's like we're not going to talk about real world issues in our game because we come together to play the game sometimes, so we don't have to deal with that as well i mean we do we do we do tackle i mean it's not it's not fucking citizen kane but, <laughs> but, but, we, but we do i think there is like uh, inherently in any fantasy or fiction you're dealing with like we're dealing with all playing difference i, I mean 
I guess they're technically different species. Imagine Citizen Kane is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, like D and D has a history with with being kind of mm. quite racist. I mean, you yeah. choose a race. Yeah, it's literally yeah. one yeah. of the main choices yeah. you make, which uh, is and it's written right into the story yeah. here. And yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, tough, tough one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess really the thing is, is you don't choose a race, you choose a species. Mm. Yeah, but, but it, it's written as race. Yeah, it's the and title. It, and it, it is. Turned, what it, yeah, yeah, it is. Race and class. Race and class. How could that possibly yeah. be problematic? <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for sponsoring us, Wizards of the yeah, Coast. Anyway, we love you, Wizards of the Coast. Great module, but um, <laughs> we just, uh, we, yeah. We, it's all right, Greg, this is behind a paywall and, and they're never going to be. There we We got well past the paywall a while ago. Yeah. Where was Gary Gygax from? Is like, uh, Minnesota, yeah, Minneapolis, yeah, like middle of America, like in the. Pretty sure he's from Minnesota. Yeah, right. Minnesota, one of the Mins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Min Max, that's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> DMD deep cut there. That is oh, indeed. Ha, 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 that's a very funny joke of me. <laughs> I made it for you. Oh, I get it so much. Oh, Look, it just hit me. It hit me, right? It's what, play, it's what, playing, a ro- it's what playing a human rogue is. Min-maxing. Mm. Oh, wasn't that? It, no, it's not. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You did it again. I'm so... <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> you should do yeah, comedy. This is an expensive meal. <laughs> Gary Gygax was born in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. No, that's where he died. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Well, good to know. Slowly, Patreon. <laughs> born in Chicago, Illinois. What percentage of Illinois. people do you reckon die on their birthdays? William Shakespeare. I wonder if it's disproportionately high. That percentage. Low. Yeah, like, do you reckon it's <laughs> that's a, a percentage? A Shakespearean <laughs> percentage. Yeah. yeah. One in a million. It's, it's a one in three hundred and sixty-five. A Shakespeare percent. A Shakespeare percent. Right? Do you reckon? It, do you reckon it's higher or lower than that? I think that humans are pretty cyclical. I would say yeah. that it would be a weird, like near your birthday. Anyway, at least. guys, as much as I, I think you're probably enjoying this uh, discussion about whether you. Oh, the minute that me and Jack <laughs> want to talk about something, yeah. oh, all of a sudden it's like, let's wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> well, I think Fucking Greg fine. has to go home. I but, um, have to go home. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> but possibly also, um, many of our patrons have used this to help them go to sleep. <laughs> Good night, patrons. <laughs> Tonight you will Good dream night, of <laughs> and uh, dead warlocks. Yeah, as the rats chew. Sweet face. dreams. Score-covered rat faces. Mm. Anyway, thanks for listening. As Franklin and Jerry play the accordion. Kisses. Kisses. Come and tuck me in. <laughs> Can you carry me to bed? <laughs>